Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag and balance7.com. I'm Yo Legazzo. I'm joined by Sam Smith from the Believe in Hornets podcast. And he's going to help us today uh, do our first 2021-22 uh, Lakers roster player preview. And it's going to be on Malik Monk today. A surprise signing for the Lakers for sure. Um, Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I know you've uh, you've covered Malik Monk now for for a while, and uh, he's been in the league for like what four four years since. Yep, this will be year five for him coming up from drafted in twenty seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think for us as Lakers fans, I think we, uh, I the reason why I brought you in is because I want, uh, you know breakdown of Malik Monk since you've been since you've covered him you know how he's sort of performed as a Hornet and um, what his season looked like last season compared to the others Um, and then later on we'll talk about how he sort of fits with with the Lakers and the new new team uh, that they that we have Um, so you know I'll kind of just sit back uh, and and listen a little bit here and uh, unless I want to chime in and or have a question but yeah, man, just just tell us, uh, give us a breakdown of, of Malik Bunk. So, so I'm a Hornets fan, and um, I do Hornets live streams. I make Hornets videos, got a Hornets podcast, all that stuff. And Malik Monk is always a topic of conversation, um, either for something he did or something he didn't get a chance to do. Um, <laughs> and it's really annoying that he's not a Hornet anymore, and even more annoying that we got nothing back for him uh, because he is such an incredible dynamic player that the Hornets just said, all right, peace. Didn't offer him a qualifying offer. He came up, became an unrestricted free agent. I couldn't believe it. Um, what makes me feel better as a Hornets fan is uh, in the totality of the offseason, him leaving for free essentially opened up the rest of the Hornets offseason, which turned out to be pretty good. They brought in Kelly Oubre, et cetera. I'm pretty good, cool with how the Hornets wrapped up things. Um, but it still doesn't <laughs> really <laughs> um, make me feel good that he left for nothing. Okay, so that's off the rip. Like, I just want to let you, like any Lakers fans know that you guys got someone that I am sad to lose. And I, that's like the highest praise I can give a guy who's no longer a member of this team, right? Look, look we... Different. 
we we did the same thing. Our front office did the same thing to a couple of guys. Um, I mean, the whole Alex Caruso thing is the biggest one. Yeah, it's um, my guy. I love that. So I'm a soccer fan. He's a, so he Caruso is a Manchester City fan, as am I. He is. Uh-huh. And I was hoping that he come to Charlotte purely because he's a City fan. That's all I, I I like his game, but I was like, oh man, we get Caruso in. He can join the local supporters club, the Charlotte Queen <laughs> Citizens here. We can watch the games together. Nope, off the window, went to Chicago. <laughs> I know, man. He went to the big city. Um, I mean, just a, a few other guys too, like like Markeith Morris. We didn't even sign him up. We didn't. Uh, um, he was he was a big championship guy, uh, part of our uh, one of the core players in our championship run. So uh, I feel you. I feel you. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, sure. So with Monk, um, really, I want to go back two seasons. Um, so right. like pre pre COVID, like that year, like the bubble year, you know. Sure. He he wasn't getting much run. Um, as especially like as a starter in his totality of his time with the Hornets, he started one game and that was that COVID year um, where, where COVID ended the season at the bubble and that. Uh, so, which you guys know, congratulations on that championship, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, to the people that call it a Mickey Mouse title, you don't know what you're talking about. That, that title is very difficult because <laughs> these guys were in unforeseen, unforeseen circumstances to, and are asked to play a basketball game in a, in Disney world. It's crazy. Uh, so I have mad respect for the Lakers for pulling that off, by the way, just tangent there, but in the year that Kobe died, you have yeah. to, that's a yeah. very touching, you know, yeah. very important, important part in, in the whole uh, story. Wearing the Mamba that. jerseys that they refuse to lose in. Like there's so much, so much yeah. Uh, going yeah. on there. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that year, right. Uh, Malik wasn't getting much run hmm. and you started to get more run and he was popping off. And then he got suspended. Um, he got suspended by the league. And I, I don't know, I can't remember how many games he missed specifically, but just as he was starting to gain some momentum, gone, right? And then the league got shut down. Or not, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the league got shut down. Um, and then, you know, the Hornets didn't qualify for the bubble. They were one win shy. So I looked at it. So watching the bubble, as I was watching guys like TJ Warren, even dudes like, um, um, like Donovan Mitchell, like all these wing players and guards go off in the bubble. I'm like, oh man, this is Malik Monks. He would have thrived in the situation if you, if the Hornets got that invite. They might not have played themselves in, but he, that like weird playing game, he would have popped off in that setting. I'm positive of it, but we'll never know. Uh, so right. he personally had a really rough uh, run up. Uh, I think like off season, I, be- I believe he lost someone in his family due to COVID. I, he oh. might've gotten COVID too. Like he just had a really, up and down per like personal life coming off of what was going on in the world and coming off of a league suspension. Right. And so when you got to the restart, not the restart, the start of the new season, this past season that just had this left, you know, he wasn't playing. So his personal life was up in the air. His basketball life was up in the air. He was just DNP for like six games. He'd play 10 minutes. And then want to play again for another four games. He played one minute, 23 minutes, four minutes, and then nothing for three games. Just ups and downs, just inconsistencies in his playtime. So I really feel felt for him as a fan because I, I think us Hornets fans had a pretty decent idea of what he could do um, if given the opportunity. Sure. And he spoke about it to uh, the local paper here about his frustration for not playing. And then when he got the keys, he became a madman, the guy that we always thought he could be when he was, he's a lottery pick, right? 11 overall. 
mm-hmm. you know, people were clowning the Hornets for passing up on Donovan Mitchell and Ben Adebayo, guys who went just after him in the draft. And Monk has all the tools to be a dynamic scorer. He just needs the run, you know? And when he got the run, he ran with it. And he had his best shooting year ever uh, from three, 40% off five attempts per game. Like that efficiency at that volume is mad, especially when you compare it to last year where he was 28% from three. That jump from um, from 28% to 40% That's in one crazy. Year. That's and, crazy. Yeah. And that sucks for me as a Hornets fan. <laughs> Because he's trending upwards, right? You know, and he hasn't reached his full potential yet. He's just 23 years old. He's going to go to the Lakers and he's only going to get better. And I'm really happy for him. I don't want to like, there's no sour grapes at all about him leaving. I get it. I totally get it. You do you, Malik, because I think he starts for your team. Uh, And which I guess we'll talk. I don't maybe jump ahead a little bit, but I think Malik is going to get way more eyes on him, which is great for him because he deserves it. He's a crazy athlete. And he's turning it like <laughs> looking like a knockdown shooter if he continues um, at this clip. Yeah, man. The thing with with Lakers, I know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. But the thing with like Lake, like a uh, young 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 players that go to the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. They either I- embrace the city lights, right, and and uh, kind of thrive with, with the Lakers, or or that doesn't happen to them. And they kind of their 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 game doesn't show. Maybe the pressure's too much uh, of being a Laker. Um, but for Malik Monk, I'm I'm like super excited. I know that he um, he really helped this. I mean this this year, right? He at one point the Hornets were like at number the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference, right? With with Malik's uh, presence in the in the in, in the in the lineup. Um, so. Uh, can, can I jump in for a second? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Because you mentioned, I don't want to forget this. You mentioned his like temperament or just young players coming into like the bright lights of LA. Right, right, right. The Lakers franchise. Malik Monk has no pulse. Like he doesn't care. In the, and I mean that in the best way possible, right? He's just a, he's a farm kid, right? That became an NBA player. Like if you watch, go back and watch his draft day interview in 2017. Uh-huh. One of the first questions they ask him about is like squirrel hunting. Like he's from Arkansas. He's very <laughs> laid back. He's very chill because he's very confident in what he can do. You know, sure. so I've I've no doubt he can fit in in that environment. I don't know where he can hunt in LA, but <laughs> I think not temperament wise, he's not gonna be bothered by celebrities in the stands or anything like that because he seems to be pretty grounded in in where he, where he comes from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not just the the celebrities. I think it's just the fans you know yeah, the fans de- right the yeah. fans demand so much uh, on on players and and young kids um so i i, I wonder how how he's going to do i mean w- i guess we'll see right i i am kind of optimistic that you uh you you said that that uh, he's sort of unfazed by everything he kind of reminds me <laughs> i don't know if you you watch the bubble games i mean like all of it or all all the laker games i'm maybe yeah. maybe not um, but uh, uh, Dion Waiters, Dion mm-hmm. Waiters would just shoot the ball, no matter what. Like he would just go out there, and and shoot, get to the basket, shoot the three, and uh, he sort of had like a ten second, uh, you know, like a ten second memory. What, uh, like yeah, what? Like- right, right. Like there's there's a new comedy show out right now. It's uh, 
uh, Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've mm. you've been watching that, but uh, uh, he, he's I think he's a starfish. It's an animal, and he's trying to tell one of his his players that Ted Lasso is a coach, and he's yeah. the football coach. Turns out, goes to England to coach soccer, and he's telling this soccer player, you know, have a have a ten second memory like this this uh, this uh, this the starfish or whatever. But uh, I'm hoping he's like that. I'm hoping that he shoots the ball. If he misses, he'll shoot again. Because I do see um, his skill set, right? He um, great shooter, um, and he's very athletic. He can penetrate to the basket and like no one else, and 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 dunk it like instantly. Like uh, kind of reminds like what what who would you compare him to? Like as a player, I would say like a more athletic Jordan Clarkson. Wow. Okay. Like Clark, like Clarkson's a, like a killer from three. Right. Um, right. Malik is, a, I think Clarkson's a good athlete too. I don't want to like slide him at all. Right. No, 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 no. Malik right. is a next level leaper, like a criminally underrated. Um, Cause he's been playing, you know, playing in Charlotte for a not so good team for a, a long time. Like now people, not a lot of people know, but yeah, he's so far from like a lob threat point of view, he gets busy. Um, and you know he can shoot the ball off the dribble, mm-hmm. off the catch. Right. Like he does. He can. You know, and from any point on the floor, on right. the, the floor. So, yeah, he he's the meta. Like a, if you're looking for a like a 2021 guard, like a like a guard from this year, from this era, that's Malik Monk, man. Uh, the defense may not be exactly what you expect. That's um, what I want to talk about too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, we can get into that. Like. Um, and that that's probably why he hasn't like really clicked with the coaching staff um, right, here. Right. Um, in, in hindsight, it's kind of crazy, which when you look at like the guys that kept him off the floor, because you're talking like uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, you're talking Nick Batum, Marvin Williams, early on in his career, Jeremy Lamb. Sure. And then more recently, uh, Terry Rozier, mm-hmm. um, Dwayne Bacon at times playing more minutes than Malik Monk. It's like, really? Like, what are we doing here? So um, something's up. You know, I try like I I don't pretend to know more basketball than the folks that run the team. Sure, like, right. They'll know right. Than, they'll know more than I'll ever know. But so something's up with. There's a reason for that. I don't think he's a bad locker room guy. So one thing I could point at is just he's not locked in defensively all the right. time. But right. when you have LeBron on the floor with you, I'm sure I'll take a one or two nasty looks from LeBron That's- <laughs> to Malik to fix any of those issues because he could be like his J.R. Smith. Like there's a lot of like scores that you kind of look at LeBron's career that kind of been tethered to him right and who have seen success when they've linked up I think Monk can be the next one in that like long line of dudes right really honestly beyond too because I he's 23 I don't know how much longer LeBron's gonna play right like if you're looking long term Malik Monk could be one of the cornerstones of the franchise long term right right I'm 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 excited to have him on the team um he only signed a one-year deal with us so who knows what happens next year yeah um who knows with this lakers experience is going to work at all um with russell westbrook and a whole bunch of shooters <laughs> around him yeah. um so we'll see uh defense does worry me about uh, malik monk I, i'll we'll see if frank Vogel will trust him enough um to have him out there right uh, i know that frank vogel sometimes he'll bench a guy for not playing playing defense uh, correctly or playing team ba- team team defense um we'll see i mean he's 23 years old right mm-hmm. so he's yep. plenty of 
time to grow and he's in that age where he can learn these things and and what better place to learn defense than with one of the best defensive coaches out there than like Frank Vogel, right? Yep. But um, all right, well, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break first. And then when we come back, I do want to talk about how Malik Monk specifically fits with this Lakers squad uh, more, more in detail. But uh, guys, we'll be back with Sam Smith here. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon. I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player and Laker legend Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading this press release about how he started taking a pH balancing alkaline supplement called Balance 7, and that's what's really helped him bounce back. He even said, quote, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out. I always need energy to level up, close quote. I couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that Balance 7 is working out for him. Cool thing is that we've got a promotion running with Balance 7 right now, where if you go to their website, balance7.com, and use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout, you'll receive a free 4-ounce bottle of my smooth skin with any purchase of balance seven products that product retails at thirteen dollars and 99 cents so i'd say it's worth it again head to balance7.com and use promo code believe at checkout to get in on this promotion if it worked for him i'm sure it can work for you Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. Uh, I'm here with Sam Smith of uh, Believe in Hornets. So, you know, we just talked about uh, Malik Monk as a Hornet, his performance with them, and also uh, his performance last season and how uh, he's uh, played so far. Uh, on this segment, we're going to talk about how he fits alongside LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and the, the rest of the Lakers team. Um, this new look roster. I mean, <laughs> there's only really four players that uh, have survived the Lakers squad from last season, and everyone else is new. Um, so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about his role, potential role in this team, his expectations. Um, and uh, yeah, Sam Smith's here to, to help us out with that. So um, Sam, what do, you, what do you think? So I'm not too, like, obviously I'm a Hornets fan. I don't follow Lakers too closely. Who's, sure. the, who's the shooting guard competition there? Like, Obviously, you guys have Russ, right? Um, but like, what's the what's the backcourt look like? So, uh, well, we have Bazemore. Uh, you can slot uh, Wayne Ellington in there as well. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, I think. Okay. Well, then, um, I think Malik Monk is both better than both those guys. So, I I, I would assume he, he's going to start um, for the Lakers. That's who uh, I have starting Malik yeah. Monk. Yeah. And if he doesn't start. Again, like he's proved to be a very capable, like the numbers I read off earlier, you know, he didn't start a single game last year. Like he's a guy who can do it at any point in the game because he has no blood pumping through his body. Like (laughs) he's a killer out there. He's an absolute (laughs) killer out there. And actually, you know, I think I cut you off when you're talking about like his value to the team, because 
Um, last year, you mentioned like the Hornets were like a flirting with the four seed um, at their absolute peak. And then they lost Lamelo, Hayward, and Malik all to injury. Like right, right. Those losing those three guys at the same time were brutal because the Hornets had really bad depth issues, and all of a sudden guys were being thrust into the lineup that weren't really starter level. It was just, it was a, it was a madness. So Malik Monk is people look at Lamelo like oh no, no. yeah yeah sure it's true we, the Hornets miss Lamelo, but they also missed Malik Monk in a very mm -hmm. big way. So. I just want to mention that because I think I, that's important to mention because I want to give Malik his flowers because he's a vital piece of the puzzle last season. For you guys, he can stretch the floor um, and create for himself and create for others. That's not going to, he's not going to do a lot of it. Um, if he gets the ball in his hands, it doesn't matter if there's someone on him or not. He can shoot it and make it. Um, I don't know what types of shots he'll be taking, but he can shoot it at a, at a really good clip. Uh, from really any point of the floor. And as a cutter, using his athleticism, I, I think he can fit in with any any five in the league, like any system in the league. Like, he has that type of skill set. Um, the defensively, like we mentioned before, maybe a, 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 another concern, like an added like wrinkle, maybe you have to cover him up with that. I don't sure. know. I, I, just, I, I don't know. I look at when, you know, like LeBron and, and AD, like, I don't know how healthy they'll be next year. Right. So, it's a question mark. Yeah, so like you're like, where's the scoring gonna come from? And Malik could be the answer to that, you know? Like he can help carry the load along with Russ. Um, because who knows he may miss some time too, you know. So you have a, a, a score, a guy that can put up 30 plus points in a game. And um it's also part of the tangent, but he tears up the Miami Heat every time they play. I think it's because of I think because he has a, like a friendly rivalry with, with uh Bam. Down there, yeah, because they're in the same draft class. And both went to Kentucky. I think uh -huh, there's some, right. I think there's some like rivalry, like a playful it's, rivalry there. So it's gotta be. It sucks that you guys are going Lakers and Heat are only gonna play twice. But Lakers fans, be on the lookout for that because he's gonna torch the Heat. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Whenever they, whenever they play, it's always a fun, a fun matchup. And actually, one of the reasons, um, just to add to the awkwardness of him leaving, uh -huh. I renamed my dog after Malik Monk. Did you? Yeah, so I wow. live stream. I live stream during all the Hornets games, uh -huh. and this is a lesson. Lesson, kids: if you say something, be prepared to be prepared to back it up. All right, because the Hornets were playing the Heat. Hornets were down, and Malik Monk was popping off. Uh -huh. And I was like, "All right," on on live stream, I was like, "Listen, if the Hornets win this game, I'm re I'm renaming my dog after Malik Monk." And Malik Monk hits a buzzer beater to send the game into overtime. Right, Hornets win. I was like, "Oh." So next day, <laughs> next day, went to PetSmart. Um, I can't like fully rename the dog. He was, he was three at the time. Like he's not gonna learn, but I added Monk to his dog tag. Uh, so, which is a little uncomfortable now because he's Malik's no longer with the team. But out of respect for Malik Monk, I'm going to keep it there for, uh, for, there for, the, for a calendar year. Um, and who knows? He may come back next year. Who knows? I don't want to like count my chickens or anything like that. But he won't. He's never <laughs> come back here. He's never the way I don't think it's treated very well here. But um, yeah, I think yeah, with the Lakers team, whether he's running with the first team, like the first unit, second unit, what have you, a mixture of the two, Malik is gonna get buckets um, if given yeah. the opportunity. Because I think he's shown character-wise that he's like he may have been frustrated by it by a lesser role, but if sure. he's relegated to a lesser role in LA, it's for a championship caliber team, I'm sure he'll like be a good soldier, quote unquote, during that stretch, because he was a good soldier, quote unquote, 
with the Hornets when they weren't a championship caliber team, you know? So if he's willing to do it here, I'm sure he's willing to do it there. Um, but I think he starts. I think he's too good not to start for that Lakers squad, just bombing threes. I hope to see the trend continue. Five, he shot the most threes he's ever taken in his career per game. Mm -hmm. And he's made these at the highest percentage. Like he's, he's right. eclipsed what he's seen thus far in the previous three seasons. I only expect that to continue to get better. Yeah, man. I mean, I Malik Bunk is is a bucket getter. Yeah, he, he's a bucket getter. I mean, uh, I was looking up some numbers, and um, you were talking about you know all, all his offensive skill sets. I mean, he he ranked ninetieth percentile in catch and shoot jumpers. I mean, just think about that with Russ uh, penetrating down. Um, yes, and it's then have the the defense collapsing right this could yep. be lebron james it could be anthony davis so many looks he's gonna have so many open looks yep. 90th percentile on catch and shoot jumpers he was 62 62nd percentile on shots off the dribble so you know you you were talking about just him doing his thing and and shooting and creating you know, his own shots and a lot of those shots were just in just dead half court possessions like the hornets fall in this trap sometimes where they don't know what to do with themselves that's what the Lakers do <laughs> yeah, and so Malik's like, all right, man, I'm going to shoot this thing. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, 62% percentile is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then he had some, some – he had limited isolation possessions, right? Um, but he ranked 86 percentile on all of them, um, mostly uh, taking it to the rack and, mm -hmm. and, and getting that uh, shot. Um, so there was a quote uh, that – well, you know, he, he Malik Monk said this uh, in his um, – uh, his interview, his um, like entrance, yeah, introductory interview. He said, uh, "He's uh, when you know." He said uh, about playing next to LeBron James, right? Why, why this is an attractive reason for him to play with the Lakers? He says, "You know, LeBron James opens up everything for me. A lot easier shots, a lot more uncontested, uncontested shots, a lot more drives that I can go downhill to because LeBron and Westbrook and AD, they're all gonna." make the, the floor spaced out for all of us. I, I don't know about the, that last part <laughs> because yeah. of Westbrook and, uh, um, but, uh, but definitely for sure, more easier shots for, for uh, Malik Monk. I don't know how this will affect his, um, how playing alongside such dominant um, ball handlers, right? Like LeBron James and, and Anthony or uh, um, Westbrook and to an extent Anthony Davis, right? When he, he likes to post up, like, I don't know how this is going to affect his progression as a player. He might have to stay, take a step back, right? Yeah. So maybe the volume doesn't go up. Just fewer, like that. I have actually a hard time believing the, the go like shoot more than five threes per game. Unless something like that, I think that'd be a catastrophic sign. Like someone on the Lakers really got hurt for a long extended period of time. And Malik Monk is heaving up shots from, from distance more than five uh, per game. Shooting seven shots out there. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, but, can... you know, if, if, they're, if they're going in, they're going in. So I think I, right. I think they will. I think he figured it out. He can shoot from deep, too. I know that uh, at one point, was it against the Heat where he shot that deep three? Or was that uh, was that Washington? I don't remember. I was watching some clips of of, uh, of Malik Monk this last season. And, yeah, man, I'm uh, telling he, you. His, his no, he can his, shoot. He has no blood pumping through his body, man. I, man's eyes cold. Like, whatever. Whatever. He... he, he like Bill Simmons coined the phrase a rational confidence guy and Malik Monk is just a confidence guy. He has all the reasons in the world to be a confidence guy um, coming off last year. And I, I'm, 
it's so annoying that he went that he's gone <laughs> and he's with you guys i it's very annoying very annoying uh but yeah, congratulations so <laughs> thank you i i'm sorry that he had to, <laughs> to leave you oh, guys should have you guys should have uh offered him something well you know not to not to make this too hornets centric but over, right. overall the, like the hornets got rid of like well, they got rid of they traded Devonte graham they got a first protective pick for him and, a, and another wing um, right. to be in the mix like they letting monk go allowed them to sign Ubre, like it which fits Ubre is a better fit for what the hornets are doing now sure um than malik monk um so and then they drafted james booknight 11th overall so like right. the that the way the 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 draft played out for the Hornets plus Ubre who can play the two, that shooting guard position didn't really make sense to pay Malik. I would still love to have gotten something back for him, but right, you know, this, there's no sign and trade possibility with it with the one year deal. So like it's is this kind of kind of cut your losses where you can kind of look at the bigger picture as a Hornets fan and like all right, the overall the off season was a very good one thus far for the Hornets. So it sucks Malik's gone, it really does. I'm going to miss Malik. Um, maybe LaMelo may be a little happy he's gone, not for any personal reasons, just because the jersey number one is available now. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. LaMelo won't stop posting about the NBA. Like, he NBA won't let him switch to the number one jersey. So I don't know what happens with that, but maybe. At <laughs> maybe one point, at some point, maybe, a, right? Yeah, surely. Because, like, LeBron switched numbers. Right, right. It took um, him a while, though. It took him a it while. Took, it took him a while, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, LaMelo got, has money. Like, whatever. If he needs to buy up all the remaining two, number two jerseys, just to make the switch From happen. Nike, right. Yeah, right. Puma can cut a check, get that going. You know, he has a signature shoe coming out soon. P He's like, Puma's going to buy Nike jerseys? Oh, no, just cover the cost. Just cover the oh, cost. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. No, no, no. Just, just to cover the cost, like, whatever whatever like fine what have you oh gotcha uh, gotcha because then they can start mark because like his shoes gonna be is coming out right first puma shoes coming out soon lamellos uh, i'm pretty sure it's called the mb1 which is his brand nice. but it's a, like one you know if you yeah that's not his two, number a little weird <laughs> it's one as the first shoe but i'm sure he means like you know it's a weird thing so just for corporate synergy purposes that's Maybe uh, they can facilitate a transaction with uh, Adam Silver to get him that number one jersey. They but they yeah, should. but it's funny. It's funny too because Malik Monk really opened my eyes to Lamelo Ball as well. Uh -huh. um, Malik Monk, um, when he does interviews, post game interviews, he's pretty like flat, like <laughs> measured. And you know, I mentioned the blood thing a bunch of times. You know that comes across in his interviews when talking about lamello ball malik monk was glowing like a pregnant woman like that's hilarious homie was smiling ear to ear he was so <laughs> happy to be playing with lamello ball and so i'm just like extrapolating that out to like if you enjoy that way do you get to lebron <laughs> like it's gonna like the level is gonna be leveled up uh malik in la so it's gonna be dope i'm really happy for him yeah i'm excited to see him um a lot of the, the ceiling is high for him but so is the the floor is very low for him as well just because yeah. of his defense right right that's the only thing that i i have reservations for him but you know the lakers really have gone away from defense this season we've mm. we've really like let go of some of our key defensive players like alex caruso um kcp kuzma and have gone all out on offense so hey we'll see we'll see if this works yeah, and it's a low risk, high reward too, right? It's one year deal, so if it doesn't yeah. work, you can let them walk or right. trade them or something. Like you can make something happen with that.
Right, right. Trading back to you guys. Yeah, I'll take him. <laughs> I'll take him back. Malik, come back. It's not too late. Come back, Malik. Come there back. You go. <laughs> let's let's see if he listens to this pod. Maybe not. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I think that does it for today. Hey, uh, Sam, appreciate you jo- joining the show. Yeah, man. Anytime. Just don't take any more of our, of our players. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll have to take a, we'll, we'll trade you for LaMelo one, one day, one day. All right. We, we could, I don't know about that. But we, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can have LiAngelo. Hey, LiAngelo's doing great in summer yeah. league. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually want the Hornets to keep him. Like, I, made a vi- I made a video today. I think he can make the roster. He's, he's I think a, he should make that. I think he should. He make should. He, he's an NBA player just yeah, th- based off what he was playing. Right. Yeah, he has that. He's an NBA shot off the catch and shoot for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, all right. Well, um, I'm going to give you uh, some time here to kind of put a plug into where our listeners can find you. Hey, listen, it's a fun, it's a fun time to be a Hornets fan. And with, the, with, the, with what the Hornets did this offseason, uh-huh. I think they'll be really fun to watch, especially with Kai Jones, James Booknight coming in the mix. Like they've added to the fun. I don't know how good the Hornets will be, but I know they'll be fun. They'll be fun at minimum, right? If yeah. Everyone stays yeah. healthy. So, like, my. My brand is Sam Dracula, uh, youtube.com slash Sam Dracula is where you find my, my, uh, my videos, do live streams during games, Hornets videos, my podcast, Believe in Hornets, um, everywhere you listen to this, we're there, uh, right. we're on the Believe Network as well. Um, and then yeah, Twitter, Sam Dracula, Instagram, Samuel Dracula, hit me up. That's right. That's right. Awesome, man. Appreciate you joining the show. Um, my pleasure. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, that's it. Uh, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.